Welcome to the Mark Narrations podcast, where we cover a whole wide range of Reddit-based stories. If you're new here, please consider subscribing to this podcast. And with that being said, let's get straight into today's episode. Much love, guys. What is up, guys? I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're covering some more r slash am I the butthole. If you want to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description below and along the timeline. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And don't forget you can follow us on podcast now so you can take us wherever you go. You can also join the channel either through YouTube membership or head on over to Patreon. And a huge thank you to each and every single one of you for being here every day, watching my videos, commenting, liking, all that good stuff. It really does mean the world to me. Thank you so, so much. And with that being said, let's get in to today's stories. Much love, guys. And this story is from Southern Culture Throwaway. Am I the art of telling my husband that his culture is garbage and I won't compromise by incorporating it into our family life? My husband and I live in the US Northeast. Where I am from, John moved here for work several years ago, from the deep south of the US where he grew up, raised with Christian holidays but never attending church. Coincidentally, shortly after everything hit, John's parents and his childhood best friend Dan and his wife decided to move here as well. This past weekend was the first that us three couples have gathered together since any of us moved here. We had a distance picnic at our house. John sat down two to three minutes after I did as he was settling our kid into his pen in the yard with us. Dan and my FIL immediately started to jokingly rip on him for being whipped and doing my job of parenting our child while he was supposed to be allowed to catch up with the other two men. I was trying to politely defect when it turned to how mean I was for not fixing him a plate and serving him before serving myself. If I thought a certain dish would run out before he got it or if he had asked me to, I of course would have. Dan and FIL continued to brag about how their families do it right where they handle the outside chores, while their wives handle the inside chores, including the care of Dan and his wife's two children. I think it's important to note here that both currently live in renting condos that by their nature do not have outdoor chores, and both their wives have always worked full time, as I do. The whole day was kind of wrecked by that start, and I was frustrated when John left with Dan and FIL to go for a walk, and left me to do all the cleanup alone, while also looking after our kid. I expected John to apologise when he returned hours later, but instead he got at me for making him look bad in front of his friend and dad. He brought up how a traditional division of labour is a huge part of southern culture and how I was being disrespectful to his background by forcing northern culture onto him and his family. He said he's been building up a lot of resentment the past few months that I make him do half the chores in childcare since in his culture, women do chores and hands-on childcare and men do the fun parenting, the discipline, mow the grass and bring in the cars for oil changes when needed. I was stunned but honest and told him southern culture is garbage, it's bigotry. I lived in John's home state for eight years and saw how southern hospitality is reserved only for those in your group. Deviate from the norm be queer, non-Christian, a POC, a liberal, a non-traditional woman, and they turn on you viciously. Does every single person act like that always? No, but it's the culture. John is livid and says that his culture is just as valid as other global regions, religions, and ethnic groups. So I am the bigot by not compromising with him here and incorporating aspects of culture into his family life the way I would if his culture was Islamic or Asian or whatnot. Holy shit. 
Hey guys, today we're creating a new culture. We're calling it misogyny. <laughs> well, it's not actually new. It's been around for a while. But this is where we hate on the women and they do all the chores for us. <laughs> guys, I'm not really doing that, so don't hate on me. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. That needs to be stamped down on immediately or just leave because if he's going to start bringing that more into your family life, then it's going to rub off on your children and they're going to think that's, that's a normal way of reality. And who wants that in their life? Fucking hell, man. Not the arsehole in the slightest, but let's go down to the comments below to see what we can find. Eden Gone Dark says, not the arsehole, fuck that. John better knock that sexist shit off or he'll be a single father soon, right? Nut Michelle says, not the arsehole, this isn't culture. This is a group of men who think treating women as servants is appropriate. Fuck that. Mattson2389 says, not the arsehole. Also, love how most of these men don't even make enough money to support their family, so their wives have to work and still carry the heavier load at home. Mimi Universe says, not the arsehole, I live in the Southern Bible Belt, have more than half my life. My husband is from here and his family have been from here for several generations. We both cook, we both clean, we both take care of the kids. His parents were the same way. What he wants is not Southern culture, it's just misogyny and being an arsehole. Now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story one. And our next story is from Let's Make Some Drinks. Am I the ass for making drinks on my daughter's birthday, even though it made my son's girlfriend uncomfortable? My son, 22 male, and his girlfriend, April, 22 female, live with us. My daughter, 24 female, moved out, but visits often. The other day was my daughter's birthday and she came over for dinner. We ordered takeout, watched a movie, had a good time. She also wanted to make these drinks she found online. Here's the issue, my April doesn't drink, her dad died due to alcohol related disease and it scares her. I completely get it, but it's my daughter's birthday. She didn't have to drink, we had alternatives and this is just what myself, my daughter, daughter's fiance and my husband were doing. Well, this bothered April, we weren't getting drunk, just sipping on the deck and having a good time. My son pulled me aside and said we should stop. I said no, it was his sister's birthday and while I feel for April, she can't control who drinks and who doesn't. My son got even more aggravated and he and April spent the rest of their night in their room. The next day, April texts my daughter saying, if you need alcohol to have fun, you have a problem. My daughter just sent an eye roll emoji back. I told April to mind her own business and that she doesn't have to drink, but she can't control others. She got really upset and said we made her uncomfortable. I said alcohol exists and if she's bothered by it, she needs some help. My son feels I crossed a line. My husband thinks I shouldn't have said that either. I do feel bad, but I won't be preached at in my own house. Am I the asshole? You know, it's incredibly sad that alcohol has affected someone in that way, that they've lost someone through that disease. Incredibly sad, and I do feel sorry for April, but she's gonna have a huger issue in life when she goes to bars, when she goes to restaurants, or wherever she goes, there's generally alcohol somewhere nearby. So she's gonna see it in all walks of life. So I don't know if she can get, if therapy would help with that kind of thing. I'm not totally sure. I'm no expert on therapy. I'm just throwing this out there. And that's that's a standard Reddit thing to say, you know. But in this case, I do think it would be true. You know, if she's that affected, therapy may help because she is going to see alcohol everywhere. So I'm sorry, but April is the arsehole in this story. You're not the arsehole, but that's just my opinion. Always happy to be corrected on that. But let's go to the comments below. Foible Schmoible says... Not the arsehole, April does need help. The entire world isn't gonna go alcohol free because she is uncomfortable with it and she needs to be able to function in the world. 
Also the, if you need alcohol to have fun, you have a problem thing, no, just no. Her and her dad had a problem, sure, but there is a long way between social drinks for special occasion and alcoholism. While April's attitude to alcohol isn't as destructive as her father's, it isn't healthy, and it isn't kind of her to speak to people the way she did. Ron fucking Swanson, great name, says, not the arsehole. April has to learn to live in a world where people drink and do drugs, legal or otherwise, because that is the reality of the world she lives in. That being said, her judgmental text to your daughter is way the fuck out of line. I'll tell April point blank that while your family will be re as respectful as possible in terms of never pressuring her or expecting her to drink, that you will not however tolerate her judging your daughter and claiming she has a problem just because she enjoys drinking. Furthermore, until she apologizes for her self-righteous text, she's not welcome in the house anymore. It will piss off your son and he will think you're being unfair, but he is an adult and if he is going to date someone who is this easily triggered by alcohol, then he needs to learn right now that people will be only be accommodating to a certain point. Foxservo86 says, Not the arsehole, I am a recovering alcoholic. We learn coping methods because alcohol is everywhere and it's not going away. It sounds like April would benefit from AL or AI Anon. For people who don't know what it is, it's a support group for people affected by other people's drinking. She could find peers that have been through similar things and can maybe help with her coping mechanisms too. I hope that helps. And a great comment to end on there. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description. And our next story is from Hostile In-Laws. Am I the arse for telling my hostile in-laws they can't be in the delivery room? In the country I live in, we're still allowed to have family in the delivery room. I'm European and my husband is American. After we got married, he moved here with me and his parents decided to retire here as well. I'll start off by giving a brief backstory. I, 31 female, am 8 months pregnant with my husband's 33 male baby. I'm due in less than 3 weeks and only recently did my husband tell me my in-laws would be in the delivery room with us during labour. He didn't ask me if they could be in the delivery room, he stated they would be. I feel uncomfortable around his family mind you. My husband knows this, for example, when my husband, then fiancé, and I set a date for our wedding, his mother invited me and only me to her house to talk with her. After a number of issues, we had finally zeroed in on a date and location, making a deposit on the venue when my in-laws call me to their home and say the wedding cannot happen on that date. I was told their daughter was pregnant and if she is, they can't travel on those dates. She invited me alone to her house with her husband. She didn't invite my husband or my own parents. She took pleasure in watching me cry while telling this. They sat across me smiling and proceeded to ask me if I wanted tea. We ended up changing the date after losing our deposit. After the dates were changed to prefer the daughter's travel during pregnancy, she supposedly miscarried, or so we are told. At my bridal shower, his mother told my own other that she couldn't believe that her beautiful boy was settling for an ugly pig like her. She didn't know she was talking to my mother. My mother told her who she was and she just laughed and said, Don't you think? My mother later told me after the shower, I was astounded at her delusional arrogance. I couldn't believe she had the audacity to say that to my own mother at my own bridal shower. I'm sure you can understand why I don't like them and my frustration with my husband for telling me this. I tried explaining to him that I simply didn't want them in the room with us. He said they had to be in the room with us. I told him that was ridiculous. I was the one giving birth, not him. I decide who gets to be in the delivery room. He wouldn't have it. He called his parents and told them. I politely told them I didn't want them in the delivery room. They could visit after the baby is born. They wouldn't have it either. My husband's mother told me she had to be in the room and that was her right as the grandmother. She called me stupid and said she would be in the delivery room. To her, I was being unreasonable. When I said that was hypocritical, she told me to shut up and hung up. Now my husband's telling me I handled the situation poorly and that I was being hostile. 
His mother acts more pregnant than I do, and I'm nearly nine months along. Am I the arsehole? Did I really handle this poorly? Edit, I spoke with my husband again. He agreed to tell his parents they can't come. Thank you for your support. Have a nice night, evening, day, kind Redditors. Oh my god. Now the parents sound like awful people, and personally, if I had people in my like in my lives like that, and the way they spoke to your mother at the bridal shower, I'd cut them off immediately. If someone spoke about me like that, fuck that. They're out of my life. But also, your husband, for encouraging this kind of behaviour, like, keep running to his mummy and daddy. Like, mummy, yeah, she said you can't be in the delivery room. What the fuck? <laughs> I believe in the UK, you just tell, like, the team that's working with you who you want in the delivery room, and they will deal with it from there. So I'm not sure, I'm assuming that'd be the same pretty much anywhere. I don't think they could just force themselves into a delivery room. That's just not right, right? <laughs> but yeah, I'd tell your nurse team that exact, I would just want my husband in there. Even if you want him in there, I'd fucking kick him out as well. He's a dick. And then I would consider your future. Because if they're all, if these three, the husband and the two parents are like that now, what are they going to be like when the child actually arrives? I'd be really concerned about that, but I'm just looking out to the future there. Let's go to the comments below. Oh yeah, you're not the asshole. Let's go to the comments below to see what we can find. Mayor Dewey, Mayor Dewey says, info, why are you with this man? Edit saying, should probably add more real slash solid verdict to this now. Not the asshole, but please leave for the love of God and for the health of both yourself and your child. Please separate from this man. Stay with your family for some time and in that time try and find a good therapist for yourself. This man has made it clear who he puts first in his life. And I'm sorry to say, but it isn't you or even your child. Not the asshole. Tell the hospital staff your wishes. Also, you have a mother-in-law and husband problem. You are given birth. Your husband's priority should be your safety and well-being during that time. Your mother-in-law has already shown how she wants to treat you. Why should she have access to this already stressful time? You handled it exactly as you needed to. Honestly though, I don't know why you put up with a husband dictating or forcing you to deal with your mother-in-law versus having your back against their immature and rude behaviour. Edited to add some excellent suggestions from folks below. Give the hospital your written birth plan. Limit those who are allowed in the room and make it clear your husband cannot change the list. Start the boundaries now, otherwise how much leeway is mother-in-law going to get? Parenting decisions, naming rights, good points. Holy hell, I'm shaking with anger for you. Honey, your husband needs to be on your side, not his mother's. He knows all of the things she said and done and he still backs her up. I'm so sorry, but that is not a loving, supportive partner. You need to keep insisting that they are not under any circumstances allowed into your delivery. Then, no matter what your husband says, you tell your doctor to ban them, the nurses, anyone who asks. The grandmother has no rights to this. In Europe or US, stand your ground and please tell your husband he needs to back you up starting now. This doesn't bode well for after the baby is born either. These people want to control you. I'm so sorry, this woman sounds like more than an arsehole and I'm concerned for you. Edited to say, not the arsehole. Now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story 3. And our next story is from Pop 85 Am I the arsehole for wanting to take my family dog when I move out? So I, 18 female, am currently getting my life together. I'm about to finish massage school and get a full-time job at a spa. It'll be enough income for me to get a one-bedroom apartment soon. My family got a pug a couple of years ago and he was well taken care of. My mum worked at home so she spent all day and night with him. Her and my dad were having issues so my dog even slept in the same bed with her. Fast forward to now, my parents are separated and my mum is working two office jobs. She doesn't spend time with my younger siblings. It's been me and my older brother taking care of them since they were born so that's nothing new. 
and therefore doesn't spend as much time with the dog anymore. He'll either be in the crate all day until I get home, I have massage school from 8.30 to 1pm and sometimes work from 3 to 7, or he'll just roam around the house marking stuff. My mother doesn't do anything to fix that behaviour and it's my boyfriend who tries to retrain him. Sometimes my mum will just disappear to her boyfriend's house for a week and the dog just won't be taken care of unless I do it. My older brother is too burnt out from watching my siblings. I want to take the dog with me so he'll have someone to take care of him. It'll be a less stressful environment and I'll be able to get him fixed and retrain him. And on top of it, I'll be able to get him socialised to other dogs. I've told my mum this and she objects and gets offended whenever I tell her she doesn't pay attention to anyone enough. Now that I've pointed this out, she's trying harder to prove to me how she takes care of everyone. I already know once she starts working again, it's going to be too hard for her. It's always inconsistent. The only thing I'm worried about is how the pug is going to feel. Lol. Because my mum took care of him when he was a puppy, he's super attached to her. Like nobody exists when she's around. He has separation anxiety, so I'm worried about how he adjusts to just me. When my mum is gone, he's somewhat attached to me, so there's a chance he won't be so traumatised. Am I the asshole? So now I think this is one of those stories that could go both ways because as you can tell Opie's heart is clearly in the right place. Their concerns for the dog sounds pretty valid that the dog is there by itself all day, has separation anxiety, is marking the place and is maybe stuck in a crate all day which isn't great for a dog, come on now. But at the same time you can't just go in there and whip out someone's dog and say look I'm taking it now, see ya. That doesn't work like that, if you were to do that she could easily report you just for theft because the dog is hers. It doesn't sound like it's yours in any way, shape or form. Maybe have some sort of joint custody if you can, like share the dog. It'll get used to both of you then and it might have a good life at home. It can play with someone while someone's at home all day and then go back to the mother in the evenings. I don't know. It, de it depends how that could work. I don't know if it would work anyway. I'm just thinking about the dog here. Or sit down with the mother and have a proper discussion about it and explain your concerns to her and then maybe she can fix these herself if your dog is the biggest concern. But that's just my concerns. Let's go to the comments below to see what we can find. The Savvy Dog says, Are you the arsehole for wanting to take the dog? No. You would be the arsehole if you take the dog without the permission and support of your mother. It sounds like she has bared all the financial responsibility for this dog. If you want to take the dog when you leave, I think you need to change the tactic too or have more free time to spend with the doggy and can work on treating anxiety and marking instead of, you don't take good enough care of him, so I should have him. Our slash relationships could probably give you good advice on having those talks. F. Oyor says, not the arsehole, dogs have needs and it's good you're concerned for his well-being. But with that being said, you might give her the opportunity to prove that she can care for him by stopping in to make sure she is cared for. If you see that he isn't cared for, then take him with you. Bars1255 says, not the arse I've wanted to take him with you. However, if you do take him, she could then report you for theft. He's legally her dog, so unless you get her to sign him over to you, then you really can't take him. If you go and visit her and see the dog not doing well, and tell her and offer her again to take him, and if it gets too bad, you have to call animal control. You can't just take a dog without consequences, unfortunately. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you think Opie should do in this situation? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description. Once again guys, thank you for being here today. The time out of your day is always appreciated and seeing those same names constantly in the comments below, you know, warms my little heart. <laughs> thank you very much for being here and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love to you.